Welcome again, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, we're a little bit behind. That's my fault. I say, who the fuck is we? We are <laughs> not French. We, I mean, we are behind because we're in this together, Sean. Aww. Oh, what is this you have here? Oh, it's a little earplug? It's my motherfucking earpiece. It's what I use to tune people out at work. That's what's up. I feel you. Anyways, this is the Plank Show. Thank you for listening. The motherfucking Plank Show. Holding tight while we get situated. I am one half your host tonight, Chris Mack. Joined by Sean motherfucking Bennett. The greatest man that ever lived, the one and only, the instant classic, the voice of villainy, your Messiah is here. Not mine, but okay. All right. Um, Today is Throwback Tuesday. Throwback? You know why today's Throwback Tuesday? Why is today Throwback Tuesday? Because it's just us two. Because I was thinking about that earlier. Just the two of us. I can't. Like we can make it if we try. We haven't done a show, just the two of us, since the plank was starting out. Well, yeah, since like that first year. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. Kind, don't get me wrong. The thoughts and prayers go out to see money and um, risk. They're not with um, us tonight. I apologize for what I did to their throats that have them unable to be here. <laughs> um, but that being said, you're terrible. I am. That being said, um. Like, man, it's a throwback. Yeah, yeah. that's a good throwback. way to put it. Throwback motherfucking Tuesday. We <laughs> haven't done a show, just the two of us, since year one of this show. And year I am one. a little bit excited. I'm not going to lie. Right. I'm not going to lie. A terrible twosome. Like, we had an opportunity to, you know, pull in some last-minute guests and whatnot. And I was just really excited by the thought of, man, when's the last time we did a show, just the two of us? Right. So there's let no me... one to stop us from rabbit holing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, except for me. Anyways. So um, we know it won't be. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by the show belong solely to the show's creators and contributors. They are not shared by FXBG Public Radio or any of its affiliates. This show contains graphic sexual language. Please be advised while listening. Except for the fact that E.K., the DJ, personally co-signs every single thing that I say and all of my beliefs. Pause. <laughs> There's no risk to hate on me. All right. So. Right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm feeling it, baby. And, you know, <clears throat> we always want to say um, human sex trafficking hotline. The number is one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eighty eight. If you see something, say something. Um, it's not legal. Uh, something we support uh, as far as the end of human sex trafficking, except for places where it's legal and they, you know, have a union and shit. But anyways, well, there's not a lot of places that really have. Anyways, but also this month is. National Suicide Awareness Month. Um, so as I know some of my brothers and sisters yeah. that I've served with, as well as just people that I've known in my civilian lives have been victims of suicide, I'm going to put that number out there as well. Right. 1-800-273-8255. Um, never, ever, ever do you have to feel alone. 
never, ever, ever do you have to feel like nobody cares. Um, I've, I've, I've told my friends, anybody who follows me on Facebook, um, like, you know, please, anybody, anybody. I said this last year. I said it 2017. I'm going to say it again. Um, I don't care if it's 3 o'clock in the morning. If you're having those kind of thoughts, please feel free to call me. I will wake the fuck up. If you just need somebody to talk to, I will wake the fuck up. Um, if, if, if you need somebody to talk you down, I will get the fuck up. Um, I know a lot of people don't are, are afraid to make that phone call. I know a lot of people are afraid to reach out for that help because, you know, um, we have people, you know, that, that discredit a lot of people's, you know, thoughts and feelings and emotions. And then after they're gone, it becomes, oh, I wish I could have done more. Well, right. I don't want right. to be in that position anymore ever of, you know, I wish I had done more. So, um, again, call me anytime, whether we are tight friends, whether you barely know me, whether I can't remember your name. I don't really give a shit. Call me. It's okay. It's all right. Or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Call somebody. Call your mama. Call a friend. Call anybody. Even if it's just a cry for attention. Look, I will give you that attention that you need because maybe that attention will put you in a different state of mind. Um, so hit that up. National Suicide Prevention Month. We here at the plank. We support. Hit it up if you need it. Don't hit it up just to be calling. This and is be, true. And be like, oh, well, the Plank Show told me to call. Like, can I get some ass here? No, you can't. <laughs> like, it's not what it's Chris called. Mack from the Plank said, y'all will hook me up with some buns if I called this number. No, nah, that's not what we're saying. Um, this is 1-800-BUNS. But if you need, if you need, if you need help, call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. If you don't feel that you can if you don't want to talk about your problems with a stranger or somebody that you don't know, um, feel free. Like I said, anybody who knows me, if you have my number, call me. Facebook, messenger me. Call me on Facebook. Don't messenger me because I won't wake up. Um, call me on Facebook if you need to talk. It is what it is. All right, let's move on with the show. Um, Well, uh, I will definitely move on to the show. Can you hear anything in your mic? I got all the hearing in the world in my right ear and oh, I don't have in anything. my left ear. I had hearing. So you can hear me? I can hear you. So All right. So, okay. Okay. So, okay. <coughs> right, where we go. So, Everybody's yep. good. Everybody. Yep. Right, we, um, right, yep. we back. We back. We back. Right. We back. We back. Also, I'm going to so, warn everybody. Disclaimer before we start the show. Motherfucking um, wild off a couple of shots in a 40 OE. So, let's go. Oh, shit. Anyway, so... A couple of things before we hit sex in the news that I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you heard that they're, they threw out the video evidence for the Greg Kraft thing. Really? Yep. So his attorneys are trying to get them to pause the case so they can throw it out pretty much. Because now they don't have well. their key evidence. But we'll see how that goes. I just think that's hilarious how... They don't have that video anymore. Mysteriously. Money is all I can say. Money. I got to become a billionaire. Right. Also. Not so I can touch bitches inappropriately, though, just so we're clear. <laughs> um, just so that I can touch bitches inappropriately. Consensually. All right. So moving right along. I also got sent this. Um, I got sent this thing from Facebook from. Um, who, who did I get this from? Anyways, it's the dick size zodiac chart. I can already tell you it's wrong. <laughs> so, me being on the cusp, I'm an Aquarius and a Pisces. So, Aquarius is eight inches, 
Pisces is nine inches, so I can say eight and a half and a quarter. Eight and a half, <laughs> eight and, a half and a quarter. Okay, all right. Because I'm six three and a quarter, so it makes sense. So I'm gonna tell you right now, they played Leos like we was chumps, and that's not. Oh, you saw it? That's not. Nah, I'm gonna tell you right now, that's just wrong. And so Leos got six inches. Nah, son. So all that stuff you were saying about, nah, you son. know, like two weeks ago, like when you pull it out. And they're amazed. Nigga, I will pull they're it out. They're amazed at the six? I will pull it out right amazed now. Amazed at the six? I will pull it out right now. <laughs> and I will let this motherfucker touch the table. I will baptize they're amazed this at the table six? with my penis, motherfucking, and we can we can just go from there. That shit's so goddamn <laughs> disrespectful. Uh, Aries, it says you're three inches. Sagittarius. I stand corrected. That shit's so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> At least they was like, Leo's is above average. Sagittarius, 10 inches. Cancer, 7 inches. Capricorn, 1 inch. Damn. Gemini, 11 inches. Scorpio, 12 inches. Libra, 2 inches. Virgo, 4 inches. And Taurus is 5 inches. Somewhere right now, somewhere right now, there's Gemini crying because he got like 3 inches. <laughs> And no, like, no. The Why? rest of my brethren are blessed, and I'm stuck here. Right? Is that true? Misery. Is that true? That's what he's saying. So, oh, See, now I feel like no homo. H Town like sent, sent it to me. Okay, I feel like no again, no homo. I feel like I should have done more meat gazing in the locker room so I could confirm whether the rest of those uh, nah, shits was fucking nah, you have done legit that. or not. Motherfucking. But I can tell you right now, the Leo joint ain't motherfucking legit. I don't know. That, and we got we do got a lot of energy in the bedroom. I, we I just as extra. The only problem with having sex with a Leo is we just as extra in the bedroom as we are in real life. Y'all think we extra like just having a conversation with us? Imagine how motherfucking animated a motherfucker is in the bedroom. Shit. Okay. All right. If you say so. She'd be like, you smack my ass. No, bitch, you smack my ass while I'm stroking goes? you from the back. Oh, man. I can't reach. It's personal problems. Get the whip. Thought I had a spider on my cup. I got nervous for a second. I hate spiders. Anyways. You hate oh. spiders. Yeah. Hate. That's what we want is the word hate. Hate them. I'm going to tell y'all. Stop. I'll tell y'all listen to this story real quick about so, Chris Mack and a Sex spider. in the news. Dun, 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 dun. I had a spider in my doorway once. This nah, nigga Chris Mack refused to leave the house until I killed the motherfucking spider. I don't know about that. Because the spider was in the doorway. I got witnesses. I got witnesses because the shit happened at a party. So I would I, like to point that shit out. I don't even know what you're talking well, about. Fucking Chris Mack motherfucking refused to leave my house because there was a spider in the doorway. Motherfucking not even like a spider web. Like, the motherfucker was just sitting there in the doorway, chilling, like, staring down Chris Mack. Chris Bro, was like, y'all got another exit? Nah, I ain't, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never said no bullshit like that. Anyways, um, so, real quick before we get into sex in the news, um, I don't know, well, we went on air at the same time. I know a lot of times when you go on earlier than me, you say I'm, Doing something heinous or having sex or eating pussy or something. I was trying to, to get extent. I was trying to get EK to let me on before you got here so I could say some foul shit. But, you but know. uh the reason I was late, I had to deal with something tonight and you know, it really caused me to think tonight before I got here to the show. 
Um, as a father of having three children, well, actually I have more children than that, um, because my girlfriend has children and, and I have children, so we have a combined family. Um, but my my oldest daughter, she had her first real breakup tonight. Boy broke up with my daughter, and she called me, and you know, a couple of things go through my head. Like, was he listening to the show last week when I said I was gonna fuck him up? No, no, doubtful, seriously doubt it. But you know, I because um, that goes double now, right? <laughs> I did mention that somewhere in the conversation that you know I, I she kids. wanted me to hurt him that I, that I would, but uh, he broke up with her, and you know. Uh, I'm not going to get into the details of it, but I was heartbroken for my daughter. And, you know, I thought probably, you know, having to worry about them dating boys was the hardest part. And I feel like the hardest part now is when they get their hearts broken. When, you know, your child gets their heart broken, it doesn't necessarily have to be a daughter if you have, you know, boys. But, um you know, I, I I was like, wow, this is probably what the underlying the underlying uh, anxiety of it all was was being scared to having to deal with um, your daughter being heartbroken, and um, you know, and I said all the things that you know that are cliche and, but you know, most of the times they are true. Right, you know, and it hurts now, but, you know, you'll get over it and you'll date other boys and all that other stuff. And, um, but still, it's, um, one day you'll find a man who ain't a bitch naked. Right. <clears throat> I like, to, I said, I'd like to give you credit real quick because, like, so I've never, like, we're both really good dads. So I've never like, I try. been petty enough to, to like do a, like a who's a better dad comparison. But I think there's definitely better there's definitely situations in dadding that you handle better than I do. Um because well, like my general first response, and I'm a great A dad. I will that's that's one thing I will absolutely pat myself on the back about. Motherfucking um I may not be the best boyfriend. I was a shitty ass husband. Um, but I am a great A dad. That's something I'm good at is parenting um is being a father and I, I love it i love being a dad but like there's certain situations that like i'm not that i feel like you handle better than me All like right. my first response to that like well my daughter when well, my oldest daughter suffers her first heartbreak i'm gonna be like yo you want me to beat the motherfucker ass right. like that's <laughs> where that's like that's immediately like i don't really have like my my kids have been training in martial arts since they could walk. And so like when my daughter tries to have deep conversations with me, like, well, dad, you know, this girl's at school. They're bothering me. They're bullying me. And like, you know, I'm like, well, beat their ass. Right. And he's like, well, no, dad, I can't do that. Cause I'll get suspended from school. Like, you know, and I'm like, dad got your back. Like, right. Like, we need to stay home for a couple of days. Like beat they motherfucker. You want me to beat their ass? Our kids are so much better than we were. God, yeah, man. Some like, shit popped off. Like, let's go. I had to explain that to my son, uh, like two weeks ago, when he was, you know, broke down that he he'd been acting out because these kids was bullying him, and so he was doing these things to try to look cool. And I'm like, Kev, like, 
you can beat the shit out of these kids. Like, you have literally beat the shit out of two of these four little niggas. Like, motherfucking, why don't you just go ahead and slice up the other two and motherfucking move on with your life? Learn them up, like, yeah. Well, you know, like, I got in trouble for the one. And I was like, dude, you didn't get in trouble. Oh, that was when the little kid kept kicking him. Right. And, you know, Kevin can throw an actual leg kick, not like these little sucker-ass, you know, kicks these kids be throwing. And so Kevin warned him three times, stop kicking me, stop kicking me, stop kicking me. And then Kevin kicked him so hard in his motherfucking thigh that his shit welted the fuck up <laughs> and bruised up. And motherfucking the school was like, well, y'all need to do something. And motherfucking <clears throat> this is where me and my ex-wife come together because I was like, I'm not fitting to do shit. And she was like, and they looked at her and she was like, I don't know what the fuck you think I'm going to do. Like, as I understand, y'all said Kevin warned him. Like, where was everybody wanting to play? Right. Wanting to play teacher and parent when this kid was kicking my kid. Now my kid kicks him back. All of a sudden, we want him up. So my first answer to everything is like, fuck him up. Right. You, you better at the deep conversations. I, and I I'm trying like, to learn that. I, I feel like, you know, I, I read an article this previ- this past week about um, this woman who she got these, she interviewed like 50 different women, ages ranging from 30 to 50, and got like their best input on advice. And I feel like there's a lot of advice out there for women from women who've been through it. And I think that's valuable information. Um, But I also think there's information from fathers to daughters that, is equally important and that they can learn from. And, and, you know, and I think a couple of those things are, you know, hold one is, is hold true to your values and your morals, you know, um, no matter what the other person does, you know, if you stay true to yourself and stay true to your values and your morals and what you believe, and you know, you did the right thing, then hold tight to that. Because not saying that it makes you a better person, but you'll feel better about yourself because you did the right thing. You know that you loved wholeheartedly. And that's number two. Um, if you're going to love, you know, love wholeheartedly. and But realize that there's going to be times where you may love somebody and they may not love you back the same. That's why the you same just amount. don't fall in love. And there's going to be times where people are going to love you and you may not love them the same way. So that nigga you got like grimace. <laughs> um, and you know, I know um, girls, I always hear women talk about how they always like tall guys or, and you know, they don't date the short guys and things like that. And I've never had the privilege of being short. So I, I apologize, but short dudes get offended as fuck about that. Shit. <laughs> but you know what? I, I want to say this. We're all the same height in bed. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, we are. No, we're not. We are. No, I think we're, not. we're all the same height in bed. I think that's that's a true statement. Like, you're not going to be over. Like, you're going to be face-to-face. You won't be taller than she is in bed. I'm going to absolutely disagree because normally when I'm fucking a chick, like... That romantic shit you see in the movies where they stare into each other's eyes, it's not a thing for me. Bitch, stare into my nipple while I <laughs> fuck the shit out you. Motherfucking, or I'm going to hit it from the back. But laying you stare, side to side, you understand what I'm into saying. Your booty All right. Hole. All right. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but also, you know, um, <clears throat> I wanted to say, um, you know what? Time heals all wounds. 
So, but does it? Yeah, it does. Is that my favorite holiday? Yeah. And right now, uh, I'm getting a call from another daughter. Hold on, Sean, you take it. Go That's, ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and take it. Look, so motherfucking, um, I was looking over the outline earlier. That thing that you know I rarely ever do. So we're going to go ahead and get into sex in the news. African-American strippers awarded more than $3 million in discrimination case. Yes, Chris Mack is on the phone with his daughter. Remember that thing we were talking about being different kind of dads motherfucking earlier and whatnot? I have flat out got a call from my daughter on the phone and hit ignore and texted her and be like, you alive? I'll call you back. Motherfucking Chris Mack, I answer the phone, make sure his baby's okay. Five African American dancers will split more than three million uh, more than three million dollars awarded to them Wednesday for back pay and suffering while working in a Mississippi strip club. Now I would like to say, for those of you who have not read this article, uh, we will put it up for you, but I'm gonna just say this. Are we really surprised that black strippers are discriminated yeah. against in motherfucking Mississippi? I mean, let's be for real. <laughs> I mean, let's let's look at Mississippi's track record here and tell me, are we really surprised that black strippers was getting discriminated against? As I understand that, I'm not gonna go too much into the article because we rabbit hold the shit out of the first half of the show. Yeah, we so did. So I'm gonna just say, motherfucking like, um. So it says the Equal uh, uh, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission sued the club several years ago, alleging that black dancers worked limited hours and were fined $25 if they missed a shift. White strippers were allowed flexible schedules and were not fined for missing work, the commission argued. And the black strippers were made to work at another club, the Black Diamond, which apparently had worse motherfucking... Um Worse, uh, like worse security and a worse setup than the original strip club they're working at. Now, for anybody reading this, like, let's be for real. Can we really act surprised? Are we really gonna sit here and act shocked that black people in general, forget just strippers, but black people in general, are being discriminated against in the state of Mississippi? Like at this point in time, like if there was like, oh, somebody got lynched in Mississippi, would any of us really be surprised? No. Like, it's motherfucking Mississippi. Let's, let's, like, I mean, come on. But I'm glad these bitches are getting paid. Now they can stop twirling on that pole for money and, you know, maybe twirl on a pole for money. I don't know. Go back to college, maybe. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Like, boo-boo, do you. Or you might get your money and decide that you just like the pole and motherfucking go twirl on that pole anyways. <laughs> Either way, I'm going to support it. But what I will say is this. To those strippers that just got awarded all that money in Mississippi, motherfucking, look, listen here. If you want the single best sexual experience of your life, come holla at me. you going to have to pay me. But come holla at me. If you want the single best cunnilingus experience that you've ever had in your life, then I'm going to need you to go holla at Chris Mack. You're going to have to pay me, but holla at Chris Mack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next sex in the news story. Uh, for you fans oh, of... Oh, shit, we the live. The video's up, baby. Oh, yeah, the video. Oh, okay. oh, it's not up we yet. See oh, we, we can see um, ourselves. But, but for fans of the ending show, The Big Bang Theory, which is actually a very good show, and if you've ever watched it, the headline for this next article reads like this. The Big Bang Theory star shares dressing room sex secret. <clears throat> Johnny Galecki held up his hand, uh, held up, held his hand up on Thursday's broadcast of the late show with Stephen Colbert. 
to acknowledge he had sex in his dressing room at the Big Bang Theory. How is this shocking? The star of a TV show had sex in his dressing room? Scandalous. So stars of the hit CBS sitcom, which aired its final, aired its finale to acclaim earlier in the evening, joined the host Stephen Colbert to reminisce about the 12 seasons of the show and to answer questions they anonymously that they anonymously submitted about each other beforehand. And the question, Stephen Colbert said, did anyone have sex in their dressing room? Kelly Cuoco, who played Penny, squealed and looked over at Galecki, who she previously dated for about two years in real life. You must have, she told him. <laughs> and so, um, and anyways, um, Cuoco Kelly, is that how you pronounce her last name? She clarified that it did not include her. Why? So, because they dated for a while. And? I mean, I don't well, know. No, my, my whole point is, I'm saying is, why didn't they include her? One, she's hot. Two, motherfucking. You think she's hot? If motherfucking Kelly Kowoko look up, look up, look up, I think she's, eh. I'm, I'll say this. The less clothes she has on, the more attractive she becomes. <laughs> Every time I've watched the Big Bang Theory and she's fully dressed, I'm like, she aight. But then when they have her walking around scantily clad, it's like, oh, wow, she's nice. Um, but also that might just be the nigga in me. Um, but for real, for real, like if I'm, so if I'm, if I'm the star of a show and my girl is also on that show, whether she is a star, whether she is acting, whether she is the fucking camera girl or motherfucking a goddamn one of the best boys, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm nailing her in my dressing room repeatedly over and over again. I might have I might make people stand around and watch. Well, when I read the headline for the article, I didn't think it was Johnny Galecki who had sex in his dressing room. Why? Wow, I I would have figured it would have been like Kelly or somebody else. One of the girls. Mhm. Girls are girls are more cautious about that stuff um after you get them out of college. Oh my goodness. Okay. You remember college? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Convincing chicks to have some sex in some motherfucking really undignified places. Yeah. Like, now as a grown goddamn man, motherfucking, it's like, yo, let's do it on the couch. The couch. <laughs> the motherfucking kids sit on the couch. Anyways, now I was playing. <laughs> All right, now we're live. Oh, are we live now? Yeah, we're live now. Oh, we live people now. Okay, I thought we were actually live right see, now. see us. Motherfucking, on, see um, motherfucking, look at that Wolverine shit, baby. Let me see that. I mean, no roll your eyes. I can see you roll your eyes because I'm going to look at the camera. Oh, okay. Shit. All right. Continue. What's the next story? Next story Dickhead. is the one you sent in. Taiwan legalizes same-sex marriage in historic first for Asia. Lawmakers. Was, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was super surprised to find this story just because I didn't like. So Taiwan legalizing same-sex to me wasn't news. Motherfucking, but the, the first, the first country in all of Asia to do it, that's kind of shocking to me because I know motherfucking over in Japan, they get, they a fan of some lady boys. So motherfucking, <laughs> like, I was like, this was nuts to me. Like, I you was said shocked. You a fan of lady boys? Yeah, fan of lady boys. Motherfucker, you ever been to Japan? 
No, no. So there's Japan and there's a host of other countries that I'm not going to get into, but you got to be careful what who the fuck you fucking with. Like even if you just want some head, you got to double check and make sure they got a pussy. Down I there. did see that movie um, where the guy gets married, and it's part two. I think they were in like Taiwan, or they went to Bangkok. Bangkok. What was the name of that movie? It had Bradley Cooper. Um, the Hangover. The Hangover, part oh. two. Thank oh. you. Okay. How about I say I don't really watch Bradley Cooper movies like that. I you say that, but I think I've seen every Bradley Cooper movie. I don't mean to. It just happens. So I got distracted. And I couldn't think of the name of the movie. You know why? Because I looked at myself that was on the, the camera, and all of a sudden I had like this flashback to when I was younger. Do you remember the movie Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox? Your beard looked like you've been eating pussy. <laughs> my yes, beard, my beard looks like his dad's beard when he turned into a wolf in Teen Wolf, the movie with Michael J. Fox. I had the gray hair. I was like, it? damn, man, why? Look like, I sat here for like five Wolf minutes Daddy. before I realized that was gray hairs. I thought that was just leftover pussy juice. Oh, stop yourself. I mean, nigga, you nasty. What do you stop want me to you, tell stop you? Yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Stop Ain't nothing wrong. There you go. Wipe it out. There you go. <laughs> that, that's great. Shout out to H-Town. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, shut the fuck up, Sean. She actually texted me while we were on the air when we were talking about spiders earlier. And she was like, she, the no, quickest. She didn't. Yes, she did. no, she did. Yes, she did. Matter no, of fact, she didn't. yes, she did. And she said, nope. and wrong. she said, hold up, wrong. hold up. Not nah, wrong. wrong. She said, so the best to way these, to get uh, Chris to move is look at the ceiling and yell, spider. What? He wrong. runs like a bitch. Wrong. Wrong like again. Baby back. No nope. bitch. She ain't never seen that shit like that. <laughs> you got me fucked up. I, got, I, got, I, mean, I got text message. I mean, we ain't got a we got let me see. text message. Let me see. Let me hold up. Black ass motherfucker. <laughs> we can put it in the camera. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> let me see that. Let me see that shit. Anyway, so yeah. Um. The vote came almost two years after the island's constitutional court ruled that the existing law, which said marriage was between a man and a woman, was unconstitutional. The panel of judges gave the island's parliament two years to amend and enact new laws. So if they're that saying Taiwan that, a constitution. so if they're saying that it's unconstitutional, so is now marriage between man and a woman like no longer legal? No, I'm just saying. They, no, this is unconstitutional. They didn't take anything away. They're just adding shit. But I feel like if you're gonna say some shit like that, then it's you know got to be illegal. I don't even see yo so shit like this. I don't even see how this shit is still a topic in 2019. Yo, let people it's fuck whatever they want. Let, I've, I said this four years ago, and I stand by this statement. Motherfucking let gay people get married. They have the same right to be as yeah. unhappy as the rest of us. Like motherfucking let them motherfuckers experience the same misery as marriage that the rest of us do. They'll get divorced too. Right. Shit. Plus also gay divorce court. Go my shit. <laughs> I would never miss an episode of gay divorce court. Motherfucking that, that shit would be that so. That sounds pretty funny. That shit would be so. Right. I, I, I can see like. 
Like, could you fight. imagine? Because you know they're not gonna put on just like regular average Joe gays. Like they're gonna find the most super gay flamboyant Flamboy- ass. Yep. Like the fucking like the fucking the the gay people that other gay people look at and be like, mm, look at that fairy over there. Like, <laughs> like that's the motherfuckers they gonna put on gay divorce court. And I'm gonna love every minute of it. Every minute right. of it. It's gonna be a motherfucker in a cape and a crown. Motherfucking getting divorced from a motherfucker wearing fucking feathers out there, like a white feather goddamn shawl or some shit. And it's going to be ridiculous, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Jeez Louise. Let gays get married. Right. Worldwide. <laughs> I got to see this gay divorce court. Gay rights. <laughs> I'm all about it for my own selfish <clears throat> reasons. All right. Anyways, uh, moving on to our main topic. Um, so our main topic, oh man, so (laughs) it's about relationships and, and that's why I brought up my, my daughter earlier in her first breakup, but, uh, it's about open relationships and and committed relationships. So, um, open relationships are committed relationships. Open relationships are not committed relationships. Absolutely bullshit. You're committed you can to being have an open? A, you can have an open relationship and still be committed to the person you're with. Okay. So um, the first article about our relationships, um, main topic tonight, reads like this. My true love gave to me consensual non-monogamy. A festive hall pass may be a modern solution to relieving the stress on relationships at Christmas, but is it a good idea? Um, yes. So basically, uh, we're not going to go into the whole story. <clears throat> um, but basically, what happened is is that this woman was dating a guy. Of the show, hold on, sorry about okay. that. If you had to tuned in at the beginning of the show, then you'd know, like I said, I'm a little fucked up off the alcohol and a 40 OE. We're not fucked up, but you know, that's. Anyways. All right. is asking, Sean, what's wrong with your eye, nigga? Allergies and alcohol. Fuck off. All right. Keep it going. <clears throat> so, basically, uh, the article talks about um, this woman who was dating a gentleman and, well, a guy. I'm not going to say gentleman. So sure and basically, gentleman. over the Christmas time, um, he said, like, you know, since it's Christmas, it's like a hall pass. Like, you can sleep with whoever. I can sleep with whatever. And, you know, we'll come back and meet in the middle, you know. And um, so, basically, you, you know, be she careful agreed about to that it. With girls. <clears throat> she got more options than you, homie. But it's called the hall pass. Um, or to give it its full title, a festive period of consensual non-monogamy. You agree with your partner. I love you. I love this relationship. But I'm also missing some thrill and adventure. Women are more likely to feel this way than men. Do you think that's true? Yeah. That women are into more non-monogamy than men are? Women, like statistically, I don't remember what it was, but we covered it on the show. Statistically, women cheat more often than men. They just get caught less. They're smarter about it than we are. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely feel that women feel this way more often than men. Hmm. Vanessa Feltz, as the first recipient of this advice, immediately poo-pooed it, as did her viewers later. But all... But <clears throat> all on the basis of what it might do to the stability of the couple. Um, she said, I would counsel an 
an open mind here. Every couple experiences betrayal on its, in its own way. The real problem with the <clears throat> time-limited non-monogamy period is that inevitably it involves other people. They may not want to be stood down on the 12th night. <clears throat> they might feel that the fling had more meaning than the advent calendar, or they might themselves be in a relationship without without this consensual clause. Um, which is why, oh, which is why you shut the fuck up. If you if you're in a relationship and you don't have the same open capabilities as I, so like if I have free reign to go fuck you, but you don't have free reign to go fuck me, motherfucking, and I smash, and it sounds like you need to shut the fuck up. Also, fucking, um, what's the name of the woman that was on, that was talking about this shit? Uh, Vanessa Phelps. Vanessa Phelps She's a only counselor. has sex in the missionary position. So, like, I'm not really... He doesn't know to... that for sure. He can't say that. Listen Here, to me. He... Listen to me. Look. This is factual. <laughs> she considers doggy style a treat. Like, so, that's for your birthday. So, he... <clears throat> she only gets blowjobs on Easter. People can do what they want to do, and everybody experiences things differently. Uh, and I know you've heard my theory behind um, having sex with people oh, and, Jesus. you know, giving yourself to a person it's and so giving your, a piece of yourself. And Sean thinks that that is exhausting. I it's think not, you leave nut. That's, <clears throat> what you, that's what you give her. That's you, you, if you give a piece of your soul to I every think person you, that you have sex with. Fucking what is left? For the no, I'm not. That what I'm saying is I'm not just saying your soul. I'm yourself. saying you're giving your a piece of yourself. I'm giving her a hundred million children. On her face. Now, here's the thing, though. Like she said, somebody else may be doing this, and it's not non-consensual for their Peace other down. person. And anybody, you know what? You can believe what you want to believe. Me, personally, I don't believe that this consensual non-monogamy thing is, um, is the right way to go. You know, uh, I think that there's something to be said to being in a committed relationship and staying with one person and and being with that person, being committed to them. Like, you don't believe me? Guess what? Go read the studies on this shit. Because basically, you know what? They say that married men live longer. You know why? Because they got somebody to sleep next to every night that they don't worry about going somewhere. Sound like some gay shit to me. You know? So... Um, I just believe differently. Um, I don't see this being a thing. But see, my problem with that, my problem with that is this. One, so like that whole married men live longer. Motherfucking, I don't believe that. I know too many married men stress the fuck out. I know I was stressed the fuck out when I was motherfucking. I'm stressed out and I'm not even married no more. Motherfucking, could you imagine the extra stress? Let me ask you a question about that, though. Since we're talking about relationships, you said you were stressed out when you were married. Like... Be honest. Do you think you worked as hard as you could have at making your marriage work? No. Um, I absolutely feel like I tapped out after I was I was unhappy for a few years. Um, and I addressed, I spoke on certain problems that I was having and certain issues that I was having. They were not they weren't fixed. And I believe that I tapped out after that. And the problem that I had in my last marriage was that we were never on the same page. Either she was given 110% or I was given 110%. And we were never at the same time giving 110%. And I don't put that on her. Um, 
it, you know, it's just the way it is. There's no blame game here. But um, as far as do I feel like throughout the entirety of my marriage, if you asked me like about a period of time, like over the course of like four or five years, did I put everything that I had in them? Said yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I was married for damn near a decade, and like that's just not impressive. You gave it your all for four or five years. It's not impressive to me. Um, so that's definitely one of those things that I that I live with. Um, you know, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like this consensual non-monogamy is, con- you know, <clears throat> not being monogamous is a is a cop out to say, hey, you know, scared of doing relationships, so this is what I'm going to do. Um, I disagree. And I, and I, if it's consensual. If it's consensual, it's consensual. So, like, I and and also you. It's have consensual to until one person changes their mind. And also, you have to the once one person changes their mind, then that's a conversation to be had. So, um, a per- perfect example is um, I'm I'm personally polyamorous, theoretically at least, motherfucking. Um, like I knew when I got with my girl that she was gayer than fucking AIDS. So like, go you want to yeah yeah. At some point in time, you want some pussy. Like, go get you some pussy. Have fun. Do you? Um, and a conversation was had, and she essentially said the same thing to me. Like, hey, have some fun if you want to have some fun. But a conversation has to be had. There's certain rules to be followed. Now, the reason I say theoretically is because I've never actually taken advantage of that. Not because, well, largely just because motherfucking, you know, just because I have the option to sleep with somebody doesn't mean I have to sleep with everything under the fucking sun. I've been there. I've done that. Um, So that's why I say theoretically is I've never actually, honestly, I think, honestly, I think, and this is just a theory that I have, is that my girl found the perfect way to make sure that motherfucking I don't cheat is motherfucking. And so, look, look, you look confused. I'm going to break it down for you. Here's the math behind this. Tell me this shit ain't solid. Tell me this shit ain't solid. Motherfucking, no man is going to cheat on a girl that gives him the option and opportunity to sleep with another girl. But you have to follow certain rules. Got to get permission. Motherfucker, she has to like the girl, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That sounds like a lot of work to me. Motherfucking, as far as like that whole motherfucking dealing with two girls shit, motherfucking, like, I... I work hard to make sure my one girl is motherfucking happy. I don't have the energy or the give a damn to try to make two women motherfucking happy. So motherfucking as a lazy nigga, motherfucking like it's not worth it for me to go out there and try to find somebody <laughs> else to motherfucking sleep with. Like it's just not happening. I'm happy with I'm happy sleeping with what I'm sleeping with. Motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? So um motherfucking I think like it's it's perfect. It's like it's a perfect plan. Like you're not going to break the rules for no chick because you probably ain't gonna find a chick like the one you got but at the same time the rules every time I think about the rules I get tired why not since you guys like each other just be in that committed relationship I am and don't sleep with anybody else oh I haven't so you're in a committed relationship huh so you're you're practicing monogamy I mean guess what guess what though guess what though I my te- that's my, what you're a- saying. My actual technical, technically, technically, because of the rules of my relationship, I'm in a polyamorous relationship. Just because, again, I choose not well, to sleep with everything. Technically, under the sun, you're in a monogamous mean, relationship. I mean, you can slice it how you want to slice it, but the bottom line is because monog- you're a lazy nigga. <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> 
So I mean, you haven't right. done it. So you, you're so right. it's look, technically a monogamous I look, relationship. I full, I full on, I full on had a girl not too long ago. Like, yo, are you trying to get these buns? Like, I know you have certain rules you need to follow, but like, are you trying to get these buns? And I was just like, man, that sounds like work. <laughs> and so you know what? That sounds. You like didn't want to do that. You didn't want to do that to her. I want to do what to who? To your girl. I wouldn't be doing anything to her. Yeah, you would. Because be, you had to get her approval, right? That be, look, and which, again, I'm not opposed to that, ex- other than the fact that that sounds like some, some work. It sounds like work. And you didn't want to put in that work because it wasn't worth it. Damn right. I, it that, wasn't worth it. I mean, because you realize what you got is already sufficient enough for you. More than. Monogamous relationship. Point proven. I'm going to still disagree. I'm, I'm going to say. Gonna disagree. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and close out the show. With Chris I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to thank you for listening. Like, and, and by no means am I telling you so you can't we have absolutely positively you, need somebody to stop us a rabbit hole. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna tell you you can't do what you want to do with your body, uh, whether it's in regards to relationships, abortion, um, or you know whatever. It's just my thought, like, and you heard Sean tonight. He's in a monogamous relationship. That's not, that so, not the case. That is not the case. Look, and I'm he's healthier just, for it. I, I don't know about healthy. He's healthier for it. How healthy am I? Nigga, motherfucker, I've been drinking OE. How healthy can that be? So you're still alive. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. We did have a segment about how to talk dirty, but let's be honest. But C Money's not here, and I really want her to be here for this. I, what I because did to her on throat. this Throwback Tuesday, we used to do um, Talking Dirty with Sean and C Money, where they read like these lines of how to talk dirty. It's the worst. And so we're gonna bring this back up next week. The worst segment. We're gonna bring this back up next week, and we're gonna talk about how to really talk dirty. You don't want to. You don't want to do no shit. Position. Like you know. You know, like I'm gonna fuck shiz. I'm fitness the fuck shiz. You look her directly All in, up in her your eye. Vag. You don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. And you say, "So I was about to pipe you down, girl." <laughs> you don't want to do shit like you that. You gotta whisper so, it to her in the creepy. Make voice. sure you come back and listen next week when we talk about how to talk dirty. We're gonna have everything about how to talk dirty and pillow talk and all that shit. Like. We're gonna have I would apologize for the rabbit holes that we took tonight, but I, do I don't too. feel bad about it at all. It's throwback. It's throwback, it's, it's throwback Tuesday. We Bam. ain't motherfucking had a chance to just rabbit hole without nobody corralling us in right. for a motherfucking while. We ain't had a chance to just sit on a mic and talk shit in a minute. So I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as I did because yep. I had a great time just sitting on the top, sitting on the mic talking shit with my homie. So motherfucking, right. this has been the motherfucking Plank Show. Thank you for listening to the Plank Show. It's Chris Mack, the Eat Supreme Lord Savage. Sean motherfucking Bennett, the instant classic. And guess what? We out. We Peace. out this bitch. Peace. Let's switch the one.